Well, hello, hello, all of my bedroom playmates. It has been so long, but I'm so happy that you all are joining me tonight on the G-Spot with Miss Mika Nicole. And I'm going to change, you know, I just thought about it. This introduction still says Mika Ray, so I'm going to have to change this introduction so it can say Mika Nicole eventually. So I will, but tonight, everyone, we are talking about deal breakers in relationships and boundaries. I'm going to kind of throw that in there a little bit as well because it seems like we have a hard time, especially women, when it comes to our deal breakers. We will say that we don't want to be in a relationship with a woman or a man with kids. We don't want to be with someone who works at McDonald's, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying what I've heard. Or, you know, we don't want to be with someone who's not educated, all these types of things, and then we end up getting into a relationship with these people, and those same things that we didn't want or didn't like um, in the first place and we compromised on, we find ourselves um, ending up having to deal with those actual issues relating to those same deal breakers. So tonight, that's what I want to talk about. And you are listening to blogtalkradio.com, WJBR, where we are on every Monday night at 10 p.m. And I'm not going to say every Monday night because you guys know I took a little break, um, and then I'll be taking another break for my wedding. So, um, but we're almost every Monday night at 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays um, with Brunch in the Basement with Javon from 11 to 1. And then on Sundays, Sunday evening shout um, from 6.30 to 8.30. And I have Kiroy on the line. I haven't heard from you in so long, Kiroy. I know, man. How's been? It's been great. We've missed your voice, Keroy. I know, man. I miss being I miss being on the show. Y'all didn't y'all didn't do it last week? I didn't do it last week. Um Okay, okay. Because I ended up having to, to do some work and it just kinda ran over into the show. Like I've been super, super busy at work. Yeah. Um lately. So it's and, you know, almost tonight I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, work has really been kicking my behind. And um, <laughs> then, I mean, my corporate job, not not my private practice, but corporate, it's really been, it's really been a lot going on. So I've been needing to kind of unwind, rejuvenate, relax myself, get my energy and my chakras together to make sure I am yeah. in a good place because – I'm telling you, it's been very, very busy. So how things been yeah. with you? Hey, you know what? Pretty much the same thing with you. I, I've been really busy, you know, at my at my job. You know, a lot of changes coming about as far as, you know, us making a big move to a different location, and, man, and then I got to do all these PRPs. It's, it's crazy. So I, I've been busy like crazy, Ooh. too. And I'm looking for a, a, another spot to live. So, it's like, I, I got a lot going on. But it's, hey, that's life, man. As long as we progressing, it's all good, right? Exactly. As long as we progressing, we're just trying to do the best that we can to live life how we're supposed to live life. I mean, exactly. I just say, you know, I, I'm learning to, 
just take the good with the bad and remain positive in spite of. Or at least, you know, another thing, and this is just something good for everybody, you know, when you get bad news or you find it tough when it comes to work, if you find a way to try to turn that situation around um, and show your supervisor or your team lead that, you know what, I can do better. And this is my plan to do better. It just kind of takes away that feeling of, ugh, I'm not good enough or I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do type thing. It brings your confidence back. So it's like always try, if you if you have a time when things are getting too hectic or too wild or you feel like everybody's coming down on you because your work performance or whatever, you just got to find a way, make a plan, turn it around, and then show show your superiors that you're trying your best to do better. And that just helps things just go so much easier. Yeah, you That's my advice that. for work tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but well, you, what do you, you think you're, about you're um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's get back at the topic at hand. What do you think about deal breakers? Do you have, like, those things? And I think we kind of did a, a similar topic to this about a year ago. But, you know, our audience changed constantly. So I'm sure a lot of people listening haven't heard that show, and that's okay. So, um, but what do you, do you have, like, your certain amount of deal breakers um, when it comes to dating someone? Who, me? Um, like a checklist? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I do, but it, I don't really – I let a lot of stuff slide, man, you know, because it'd be other attributes that kind of outweigh some of the deal breakers. Um, and, then again, I don't have a whole lot. Um, I think one of my one of one of my deal breakers is you have to want something out of life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to want to grow. You have to want to get and do bigger and better things, and want to travel and enjoy things. So I, I met a lot of women who's very complacent and just happy, just being living in below standards and not caring about moving up. You know. I don't want nobody, uh-huh. I feel like somebody like that will bring me down more than anything else. So I want somebody who's eager to get out here and, 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 and make the most they can out of life. That's one of my things I look for. And somebody with a sense of humor. Um, some people who, who I speak with, they don't have no kind of personality, man. You know, you, you ask them a question, they give you them one answers and one word answers and things like that. And I cut them off quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just recently, one of the things I, I might want to add to my list, I had met this young lady, and we we was talking for like a week. But I but 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 during that time frame, I was the one that did the reaching out, you know, through that week. So one day I didn't reach out to her, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna see if she's gonna. I mean, I guess that's one way of finding out somebody interested in you too. But she didn't. She never reached out to me none since then. It's been about three weeks. So I mean, so after that first week, I just decided to leave her alone. So that's another thing. I don't want to be the only one making an effort type of deal. So that's just right. a couple. Right, right. And I think that's a good one to have because if you're the only one making an effort when it comes to trying to build a relationship, you just, I mean, even mm-hmm. building a dating type relationship, right. it's like, oh, you kind of showing me that you're not so interested in me. 
Exactly. Exactly. And I left it alone. But you mentioned something. You mentioned something earlier about um, finding it, like that, that sometimes you end up compromising or you end up not actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because, cause, okay, mm-hmm. so it's like, so there's been situations where, like me, I, I'm the kind of person, I'm, I'm all about, you know, you may not. That's, I don't know how can how can I say it. Um, I'm okay with with somebody who doesn't have everything together. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Right then and there, and and you know, and uh-huh. continuously, continuously trying to make something happen on their own. Um, so right. the, so I'm gonna tell you. I guess I'm guess I'm putting my business out there a little bit. So. It's this one girl I, I talked to. Um, she's one of them people. She's trying to make things happen, but at the same time, uh-huh. she's kind of she's kind of needy too. You know what I'm saying? Like she needs help with every single thing, and it's like, man. And then, uh-huh. and so, and the thing is, and I don't, and I don't feel like monetary wise and everything. So every time I'm talking to her. It's like, I don't got money, you know, and I can't do this, and I'm depressed and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of like, it could be a drag <laughs> at times. You right, know right, so, right. I work through it because I see, I work through it because I see she's a single mama trying to, trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh-huh. But usually I don't, but usually I don't fool with women with all them issues like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, um, it's just that sometimes it can, it can it can it can hinder me from doing what I need to do, you know. Um, like it just right. like, uh, yeah. So so it's and and but that's the thing. I, I mean, the reason I'm dealing with her because she she real cool. She down to earth, and I see she trying, and I and I try to encourage her and all that. But she 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 get discouraged real easily, you know what I'm saying? But it's draining me. I ain't gonna even lie to you. <laughs> And, but um, do you feel that there's some like do you feel that okay if I accept how she is now, that these things may come back and bite me in the behind? Like you're saying, she's needy, right? So she, yeah. it's like she's needy now. She needs you to help financially, or she needs you to be there constantly, type of thing. Like she's dependent, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? So it's like when Not, you're, well, if you well, say for instance that. Mm-hmm. Well, I could tell you one of the things I could tell you one of the things that I, I I will point out is she's that way without wanting to be that way. You know what I'm saying? She's like, man, I hate having to ask for this and and this and that. I mean, so it's like she don't like being in a position, but she almost forced. You know how sometimes you get in a position like, you know what? I just got to swallow my pride. And see if you know what I'm saying. Ask for this, or see if they can do this for me. Things like that. So she's she's at this point. I feel like she got a right head on her. You know, she got a right head. You know, I mean, I think she she she's just struggling. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I, I don't think once she get things together, I think she's good to go. So I'm thinking she's swallowing her pride a whole lot to even bring it up to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess she forced. To act sometimes, you know, when she don't really want to, you know. So I think um, like 
when I'm what I'm trying to say is this. So say for instance, this okay, so you end up you know, end up saying, Okay, I'm gonna end up just being in a relationship with this girl and it comes mm-hmm. to a point when you're ready to buy a house or you're you know, or you bought the house and maybe she's a stay at home mom and you kinda she's the one that you feel like, well maybe she can kinda help with making sure the bills are paid. But then you realize that, well, she ain't necessarily paying the bills, you know. She's mm-hmm. making sure she can put them aside for herself. She's going to pay her little personal bills or she's going shopping, those types of things. Like, when I think mm-hmm. of deal breakers and I end up compromising on some things, those things normally come back and bite me in the ass some kind of way. It's yeah, like, it I decided... Right. Like, if I decided to be with somebody that I know every single month he's been or she's been um, cheating on me or she's been lying or I see that she's spending her money, she's not responsible for money, and then I'm like, well, you know what, but I love I'm going to be in a relationship with her. But those same habits continue to happen, and now it's worse. And now it's like, damn it, I'm in a relationship with this person that I know is a cheater who's not responsible with their money, you know, who just basically like to do their own thing. And now I'm up to headache every day. I'm worried every day. I'm trying to struggle and pay the bills or whatever I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to make sure the person ain't cheating on me. All those kinds of things only because I chose to settle in the beginning. Mm, Yeah. You got a point. You know, so so this is what happened. So uh-huh. like when 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 I first met her, she was together. You know what I'm saying? But then the um well basically her because she basically her contract ended, and it kind of like okay. put her in a bad predicament. So now it's like oh, it's so okay. I, it's hard it's hard it's hard to. It's hard to say, but I do notice. I do see some habits. <laughs> I do some. I do uh-huh. see some, uh, as far as priority is concerned, and where's her money going. I, I am right. keeping that, and that's all. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh-huh. I'm at a distance with her. You know what I'm saying? I haven't necessarily cut off, but it's like I'm at a distance with dealing with her. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we're right. just there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nothing serious. I can't understand, like and it, you know, and yeah. I can't. I can't say that every situation is the same. It was just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a uh, something to think about because a lot of us go into things like that. You know, we may end up saying, you know, I don't necessarily want to be with a man or a woman who has kids, and then they're like, oh, well, the child is 18 or, or 15, so the child is not really a kid anymore, but then they end up getting with the person, and then they go, you know, the relationship progresses, eventually they move in with each other, and then this kid is a problem child, you know what I mean? Right. This, this kid isn't, you know, this teenager isn't necessarily the mature, you know, almost on their way to college type child that you kind of thought, and you compromised on it, or you realize that the parent may give more attention to their child or they baby their child. You know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's true. It is. Yeah, there's a lot involved with that kind of stuff. Man. 
But 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 I oh, guess I mean you know some some people you you make those compromises for man. It's, but it seemed like whatever. Even say for instance because I, I know there's something. Nobody it's like one of them one of them deal breakers that person go have. You know what I'm saying? It just seemed yeah. I haven't met somebody yet that didn't have one of those deal breaker type situations where I I have to kind of deal with you know. Because I guess, like you said, man, I guess everybody got a variety. Like, for example, if I have a deal breaker of, um, like, having a, if it's a female who got a lot of male friends, right? You know, some dudes don't like Uh dealing with nobody with a male friend. Sometimes some some guys don't like to deal with people with kids. Some people don't like to deal with women who, you know, live with their parents type of stuff. Uh You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Uh but everybody I dealt with, had something about it about these situation i I wasn't particularly you know um excited about you know what I'm saying like um well well, well how could how could i say it? it's like it's it's always something with somebody you know what I'm saying that you know and and i guess i guess to me it all depends on is that are they working and they trying to work their way out of this situation or or is it just a or is it just the timing that we met that you just happen to be here and you know maybe later things have changed? I, I don't know, but I guess I guess every time I meet somebody, it's always something I gotta think back in my mind. Like one time I met this girl, and I was kind of mad about it because she had been with one of my um, one of my um, family members, and I didn't know it. And I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, now if I was to get, if I was to get real serious with this chick and get married, I would want to feel, I wouldn't feel right knowing that she'd been with my cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was all, it seemed like it's always something. So that could be a deal breaker if she'd been with her relatives or or a close friend. And I'd have met girls who'd have been with both. You know what I'm saying? Well, not the same girl that'd been yeah. with both, but. I'd have met a girl that been with a close friend, and I don't know until later. But then it kind of made me look at the whole situation different. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, there are definitely some things, like you said, there is no one. No one is perfect, of course. Right. So we may have a whole laundry list, and and that's the thing. Like there is a, a what did I say? I don't know the words I'm looking at. There's a a thin line, I guess, because you got some women and some men who have this more women, more so than men, but that will have this entire laundry list of things of they can't have, I don't want you to be like, you can't talk like this, you can't look like, all this kind of stuff. And it's like you continuing to narrow your playing field and you're making it really tough for someone to meet the standards that you're requiring of them. And then you have those people who may not have enough standards. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. I just hate anybody that comes along and, <laughs> exactly. you know, give me some good sex, you know, give me some good conversation every now and again. I don't care what else you do type stuff. So it's like, there right. is that, that thin line of being too over the top and a little bit too under, but I guess you have to find your balance. And then you have to learn, like I said, how to compromise, but compromise in a way that if you're going to compromise, understand the actual, um, I guess, consequences that come with those compromises. Because like I said about the yeah. child, 
okay, you decided I don't want somebody with kids, but you end up liking this person, the child is 15 or the child is 20, and now you're realizing that uh, I may have to deal with a little bit more of this child than I thought I had to deal with, and now you're upset about it. But it's like, well, how can you find, because you like this person, what is a good middle ground for you and so that you can continue to have, hopefully, a successful relationship with that mother, you know, or father, mm-hmm. for that matter. So we do have to definitely learn how to find a compromise um, when it comes that to that. True. And I was going to read something. So... This is what I was going to read. Let me see. Let me find it real quick. So there was a study, and they talked about deal breakers. Top relationship deal breakers for college students. Anger issues or abuse. Mm. And I think that's, uh, I think that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Because some people, unfortunately, a lot of times abuse don't happen right away because a lot right. of abusers have they feel like they need to groom their victim to fall in love and to get them to a place where they are vulnerable enough to accept the abuse and continue to accept the abuse. But I do think that is a very, very big one, um, anger issues or abuse. If you notice someone that have an a huge jealous streak or um, like somebody wrote in the Facebook post, they said control, someone who's controlling. So, you know, they kind of, they showing a tidbit of, of controlling behaviors in the beginning, or they have these horrible um, outbursts. Um, then you may want to kind of like, eh, say I don't necessarily want to be with this person because a lot of times those types of things will end up turning into um, that person being abusive, whether verbally, physically, mentally, you know, emotionally, even financially sometimes. Um, They also wrote someone who is currently dating multiple partners. And I think that, you know, we're in this trend now. You know, everything is a trend. Everything becomes a trend. So I think now we're in this thing where there's a lot of poly dating going on where, you know, we date multiple people. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's fine. So that's not one of my deal breakers. My deal breaker would be if we're if you're dating multiple people, just be honest with me and tell me that we're da- you're dating multiple people because if you're dating multiple right. people, then I want to date some people too. You know, don't just exactly. have me trying to have a committed relationship <laughs> with you and uh-huh. you. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, how do you feel about um, dating multiple people? I just want to ask that real quick. As a man, uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like uh, I'm kind of like what you said. You know, if if I know I'm okay with it as long as I'm aware of it, and then um, and then I I know it just opened the door for me to date multiple people. So um, I'm right. all, I'm really all right with it. And then you know, just as long as you you know. Mature about the situation, so don't be bringing all that drama, <laughs> you know, drama type situations to right. to to you know to our what we got going on. Because I mean, I mean, to me, that's just how you figure out. That's one of the ways you figure out who you want to be with. If you ask me, man, you just kind of just weigh out my options and things like that. I'm okay with that, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Then, I agree, but I think too. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You know, I just noticed some. When I talk, it's like a delay. <laughs> but you, but you got it. I think it is a, a slight delay. I don't know why it is, but it is. But I was going to say that um, I don't mind you dating multiple people. You know, when I was dating, I don't mind dating multiple people multiple people, but I just feel like there shouldn't be multiple sex partners. Like, I don't want to be with you if you're having sex with everybody you're dating. Like, that's That's uncomfortable for me. And if you are having sex with everyone you're dating, let's at least be honest with me so that Mm -hmm. I can, you know, even though a woman's supposed to protect herself anyway, but let me just also take more precaution. Yeah, me too. Because if a, if, a, if a girl out there doing it, doing it like that, I don't even know if I would even want to be serious nobody who's doing it like that. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, I agree with you. So if, if, even for men, even, but a lot of men don't necessarily, well, hello. The reason why I asked you that question is because some men, they're like, I can see other people, but you can't see other people. <laughs> yeah, I know I know cats <laughs> like that. <laughs> I know cats like that, man. You know, the thing right. is, and man, I don't think that's fair. It's not. It's not fair at all, man. I even tell my boys to be like that. I'm like, man, you know the thing is you go if you go if you go be out there, man, don't be making her feel like um she stuck just gotta be with you. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, some it's an ego thing for a dude, you know. Yeah, I think so. It's a big ego thing. Men like that. They're like, you know what, I can do it, but you can't do what I do. But I also think, too, it is it's so many standards when it comes to men and women, um, sexual-wise. So, you know, I think that's a topic we should talk about one day. Just to, we Actually, we have talked about it, but I think we should talk about it again. The double standards when it comes to dating and sex, you know, when it comes to men mm-hmm. and women. There is a huge double standard that exists. And, of course, you know me. I'm about females having sexual freedom. You should be able to do whatever you want to do as long as you are protecting yourself emotionally, mentally, and above all, sexually. So, yeah. you know, I definitely would love us to have this conversation in, more in depth. We have a caller, so let me bring her on. Demi. One, five, seven, three. Hello. Good night, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good. How are you, Mika? Good. I'm sorry. How about you? I'm pretty good, enjoying the show and listening, listening in, and, you know, this the deal breaker thing. I was when the compromise came in about. I was like, there's there's some things you could compromise with, and then there's some things that is like a real deal breaker. Like smoking would be oh, a real yeah. deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you get you can't get past that. You can't say, okay, well if you don't smoke around me, because at some point in time, you know when the relationships start getting comfortable. That's going. That's going to change, and you going to be mad because you are in. And now this person is like, well, you know, is it is. I don't do it all the time, 
You know what I mean? So it's like when you have a deal breaker, you have to like really stick with that deal breaker and not compromise and just out of experience of like dating somebody, say I'll never date somebody that has a child, you know, or a child at a certain age. Mm -hmm. And you get, you know, you start to like that person, you hanging out with friends or whatever, and then you're like, well, maybe I could try it out. And then you in there and then you realize the reason why for me is like, I, I didn't see like the discipline when it should have been given at the time and how I raised my child and how I was raised. And I'm like, nah, man. And then you can't say nothing because you're not the mother, you know, so then you got to just hold That's definitely going to bring some struggle within the relationship. Yeah. That's you know, And I do yeah. I like what you said about, you know, some things that you just may cannot compromise on. Um, like, some things you just have to stick with. But there was a, I was watching, um, what is it, uh, Married at First Sight. And on Married at First Sight, the lady became upset. Because I guess when they pair you up with people, they kind of ask you your deal breakers, your your do's and your don'ts, and all this kind of stuff. And she had told the the matchmakers that she was it was okay the person that she's matched with smokes occasionally. So she gets with this guy. She's been matched with this guy to go on a honeymoon, and during the honeymoon, he has smoked I guess one cigarette a day every day. So she's like, you know, of course I told him I'm okay with him smoking occasionally, but I need to understand what is his version of occasional. And he's like, well, she was like, you know, this is a big problem for me that you smoke occasionally, and you're smoking a cigarette a day. And I just found this so odd because she was drinking every day, and she actually had more drinks than he did, more alcoholic beverages than he had cigarettes. So it was like, and then he, she was so adamant, like, this is not okay for me. You smoke too much. You smoke too much. And she was just really, really adamant about this man smoking too much. And he's like, wow. I cannot believe you're not even willing to compromise. And that type of thing, like, to me, I feel like you're allowing the fact that he smokes occasionally to cloud your vision but you also was the one who stated that you didn't mind a person that smokes occasionally. And then right. she just said, you know what, I don't want a smoker. I Period. don't want a smoker. Mm. I don't want right. somebody who smokes. Period, point blank. And then you wouldn't have been matched up with this person. And that's how right. we do in life. It's like we we will say something. Then it's like, oh, but it's okay if it's just a little bit. You just smoke a little weed. I'm all right. But it's like, no, that person is still high. That person is still, you know, smoking every day. And you have now set up there and um, allowed yourself to give in. And now you're mad at yourself for giving in to your own stuff. Exactly. And you're blaming the person, and that's not fair. Nope. No, it's not. It's like, you know, that's why I said if you have a deal breaker, it's like if it's really a deal breaker, 
then that needs to be put on the line, like, in, at the door, at the threshold of the relationship. If this is, you know, what you really can't deal with, like, I think that should, like, come come up in a conversation if you're if, when you're about to date someone. I mean, it, it does with me. I'm just, you know, just dating, like, if... You looking at this might go somewhere. What is what are you, what are some of your deal breakers? You know, because we might not even be a match. Right. Exactly. It it needs to it needs to be a conversation, or it needs to just be you know, uh, even if you know what they are, you notice little things, you ask questions, you talk about this stuff. That's a great way to get out to have a great conversation with somebody. Yeah, is by yeah. you know using what's in your head when it comes to your deal breakers and your boundaries, and then learn learning how to finesse the conversation that so it can surround you know those types of things so you can learn a little bit more about them even if you don't know how to bring it up boldly you know there's mm-hmm. always a way to learn about conversation and learn about each other just bring it you know just make it like a fun conversation to make it a game or whatever you know just something to talk about this that's always cool and clean at the beginning because you know it, if you're not like really if you're looking just to you know, see, you mad cool, you mad cool too, and what do you think about this, and what do you think about that? That, you know, that comes up like that. So that's just, you know, some people just don't think about that at the beginning. They just, you know, some girls, some guys be like, I just can't wait to hit that. And, you know, some girls just be thinking like, damn, it's fine. And they forget all about that stuff. Oh, my God, look at that smile. You know, and just forget all about that stuff, you know, but it's very, very important. So let me exactly. ask you a question. Uh, yes, Keyroy. So say, for instance, if, if y'all met some, okay, this is you smoking, for example. Say, for instance, you met them, and they smoke, but they taking classes to kind of get rid of the smoking and, and wearing patches and all that. Would you give them a chance then? No. I think that's a I think that's a great way to give somebody a chance and that was gonna be my next thing too. How much do we impede who a person is based on our deal breakers? Because sometimes it's just who this person is and if mm-hmm. I feel like if you met somebody and you're like, Oh, and they they tell you, you know, I I'm a smoker or I used to be a smoker, and I'm taking a lot of steps right now to stop smoking. I don't think that's a bad thing to say, well, you know, okay, I can support you through this, or I can be there for you, or whatever. I don't know. I don't think that's a necessarily bad thing, because they're making steps. Everybody change. Everybody grows. Everybody change. Everybody grows in life. So we have to assess what that person is in their life. And then we also have to assess the reasons why we have decided that that's such a big deal to us. Because for that girl, she was very passionate about, I don't want to smoke, I don't want to smoke. Was it because she lost her dad to cancer or her mother to cancer from smoking? Or, you know, she's been sick because she used to be a smoker and now she doesn't want to be a smoker anymore and she's trying to quit. Like, we have to assess the passion behind why this is such a deal breaker for us. Because I could say a former um, abuser 
not uh, like physical abuse because people do go through reform. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I don't, you know, I, I at one time I was an abuser, but I've gotten the help that I need. I've been in anger management. But if I have been abused before or I'm really in fear of being abused, I don't necessarily want to give them a chance. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so that's something to think about. Yeah, and I'm sorry, so Michelle, you, what were you saying? Oh, no, I was, you know, you, you set out some, some really good um, facts, but you can't say um, I was a smoker and, and and you're trying to, and you're still on a trying basis. You know, for me, not smoking for 19 years, I could say I was a smoker because I used to smoke. Uh-huh. But someone that is still in the process of trying to quit, Cannot use the word I used to be a smoker, and it's so is is too early to where you can you know go either way, you know right. it's um but it's a process, you know, and if you're willing to deal with that process, then all well and good. But I'm not taking anything from that person by not wanting to deal with that process. It's just. My deal breaker is just something that I don't want to deal with on any on any basis, uh-huh. you know. But I, at the excellent. same time, at the same time, I'm not saying that we we can we can be buddies, you know, not with benefits, just you know, plain old <laughs> friends. And, you, know, you need a talk over the phone or something like that, you know. I got you. You need, you know somebody to talk you through it because you feel like you're getting ready to, you know, go buy a pack, you know what I'm saying? But it's just too close to touch and go for me to even, you know, tread them waters. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's just a chance that I'm not willing to take. But I'm, but good luck, brother, at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an excellent point that was well well taken, well spoken. Kiroy, um what else were you going to say? I think we kinda Um I don't know. I was just I don't even remember what I was about to say. <laughs> um I'm sorry, Q. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I I, I, I completely forgot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like, no, that, that's, that's all. I think that is. Right, my bad. <laughs> no, no, well, this you has good. been a great conversation. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask, do, do any of y'all have an actual list of deal breakers that you mark off like, okay, this person, you know, y'all have anything like that or a checklist or anything like that that you have a list of? If anything like that, because I've never made a list, but I know some people who actually got a list, and they check off on it. <laughs> now, I don't have a list, but what I learned, um, I don't have a list, but I think that's a great question. When I was in college, I dated this guy, and the guy ended up being, oh, my gosh, he was just hell on wheels, but he ended up being um, a drug user. That I didn't know. He also was um, 
you know, not in, not in, he wasn't educated. He wasn't going to school really to be educated. He was basically a bum. And so when I went through that relationship with him, I said to myself that I wanted someone who was educated or at least um, pursuing a great career, if not already in a good career. Um, I wanted someone who was not a drug user, of course, who was respectful, you know, who wasn't a liar. So I, I started to develop the things that I wanted and didn't want after a bad relationship. But I, before then, I hadn't really thought about it. It was just like, mm, you know, if they make me feel good emotionally, mentally, whatever, physically, of course, sexually, I'm good to go. Like, I didn't care. It was just. Because I, I never thought about it in those terms until after that horrible experience. And then um, after, even after my last relationship, there was still some, I started to add to my, you know, my proverbial list of things that I did not want. And I was adamant this time. I'm like, I'm not going to settle for less. And I, and right. I didn't. But I wasn't going to do it. And it was things that I compromised on that I shouldn't have compromised on before in in past Mm -hmm. relationships. And I was like, this time, I'm not doing it. This time it's going to be about what I really want and what Mm -hmm. I truly need in a relationship. So that's my answer. My answer is pretty much the same. I was, like, shaking my head, like, yes. Um, I don't. I don't have a list. I never had a list, but there, the the list is is pretty much. Um, you can hear me. Yes. Okay. The the list is pretty much like a mental thing for me, like being in relationships and growing in that relationships, learning myself and what I'm willing to deal with and what I'm not willing to deal with. You know, because there were things that that I dealt with and knew damn well that I that that's not the way what I wanted. But because I was in it, I tried to see if I could change it. As you know, time went on, and then after a while, it's like this shit ain't gonna change. It's time to go. You know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, sometimes this person is not ready for. You know, you to make that exit, and they want, they really want to change and try, and then you you go back and say, okay, I'm gonna give you a chance because I'm letting you know what I what, what I'm not dealing with, and then they get comfortable and get back into how they are. So now you have to do one or two things: accept somebody for who they are and what they bring to the table, or you know, there's a door. One, one I agree. Accept it, or you, or you gonna go. You're not gonna just stay there and keep on because in the long run, it turns into you abusing yourself. Right. And not having enough respect for yourself to say this does not make me feel good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, they don't have enough respect to leave. Of the actual foolishness that they're dealing with, and a lot of us women go through that. We we get to a place where we become complacent and we accept that person's bad behavior, and we may accept it for years. 
And it's like, they will find an excuse to stay there with that person who is either, uh, you know, cheating on them, lying to them constantly, not giving them the things that they need, not making them happy. They will find a reason to stay there. You know, and you know, one of the things is a lot of people who stay in those relationships, they really drive it based on false hope, hoping that they'll change, hoping they'll do better, but it never happens. And years go by, and these people just stay the same. I I, I, knew, a, I knew a girl. I knew a girl who um who was actually it was so funny because she was dealing with this dude, and um. He was saying how he don't he can't keep a job and how he don't do this for that for her and that for her, but he said, but then she wants to marry the dude, and um so, so the dude was like so the dude was like well if we get married you know things will change I'll do this so she married this guy, oh my lord and he stayed the same thing he actually when 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 um when the bills when he helped pay the bills she had to pay the man back ain't that crazy oh, I knew that was crazy. Yeah. I knew that was coming. I saw it. I swear I did. Yeah. I was like, man, so it was a bad predicament. I'm like, man, you basically just married a, a son because he wasn't working. Um, and then a little money he did have, he kept to himself. She was having, she would take care of him and the daughters. It was a trip. I'm like, man. But, but that's that's what happens when you when you go off a of false hope like that. And what ended up happening? Well, I'm gonna mute you, you, Michelle. I'm gonna mute you because I can hear you. But I'll bring you. I'll bring you back on in just a second, okay, Michelle? No, no, no. I just hear your uh, background. Keyroy. Oh, yeah, I can hear like the wind. I gotta move away from. I move away from the the air conditioner. That's what it was. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead, Keyroy. So they, after a couple years, no, maybe three years, um, she did finally end up divorcing him because she found out that he had, <laughs> this is a tripped out part, he had another lady, another chick on the side, and he told her he was oh, going to marry her, and I'm like, God, did this lady know what she getting? I'm like, man, I was like, so they end up getting divorced well, or whatever, so... What ends up happening too is that we like she probably stayed with him so long and he was you know, some men don't like that. Men or women, they don't like that. They they're like, you know what, you let me do anything to you. I need somebody who's gonna be strong because they see it as weak. Yep. So he probably yep. ended up finding him somebody else that was stronger, yep. that didn't accept his BS and that's why he was like, I'm gonna marry her. And I'm gonna yeah. marry her and I'm gonna treat her better than I treated you. And that's true, man. You can't nobody don't want nobody you can just run all over. I mean man. But that's exactly that's exactly what he was doing. I'm like, damn, man. So I had never even that happened to her. But I'm glad she I left. Know. Well she didn't leave on her own accord. She left because he really was leaving her. Yeah, so yeah, it was just it was just crazy, man. I, I and then I think she was one of them girls who who was more in love with the idea of being married than just really looking at the realistic side of being married. You know what I'm saying? So she brought um, Yeah. She brought what? So, 
I said she brought her own ring. Talking about our last our last uh, conversation. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like she did. She brought her own ring. Poor baby. Tried it, yeah. In love with the idea. It happens. In love with the idea. In love with the idea. Yeah. Hoping and praying for change. It sure enough happens. Right. Yeah. Right. And you so. know what? That's, I think that's what a lot happens in the beginning, too. We find somebody, we we feel like we're gelling with them, and then it's like, oh, my gosh, when we get together, this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and we fall in love with the idea of what's going to happen yeah. in the future exactly. as opposed to the actual person. So I think that's right. the reason why we overlook a lot of stuff and we do those mm-hmm. so-called compromises. I mean, that's yeah. true, man. That's fantasy stuff, man. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we done made some good yeah. points tonight. Being blindsided yeah. by Let me see. You say what now? Being blindsided by the word love. Exactly, being blindsided by the word love. Some other deal breakers um, that people said was um, lazy. I think that's a big one. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. Too needy, but laziness to me is something that we like. Sometimes we enable. Like it's like yeah. we yeah, just go true. and clean up after the person, or yeah, we'll decide to cook a meal. Because let me tell you this: if I got somebody who's lazy enough to say, especially if they sit at home all day, and they don't, you know, they don't. They may work even if they work from home, or they sit at home all day. And you can't cook me a meal, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I will go in and cook myself a meal. I will cook myself a meal, enough for one, and I will sit there and eat my food. And you're going to wonder why I don't have food, a plate for you. Like, I'm not going to play those games. Mm. Like, with anybody. And you want to be lazy, you don't want to clean up. I will clean up my face. <laughs> I'm not I'm like I will messy. teach you a lesson. Yes, and I will be the rest messy. Your clothes will not get washed. I'm not taking them off the floor. I'm not babying you. Like yeah. I'm not well, enabling you, you your bad habits. Uh, after a while, you're just gonna start missing stuff. <laughs> you said you missing, missing stuff. Please. You're going to turn up missing because it's going in a garbage bag. Turn the stuff away. You wonder why you're out of wearing t-shirts and socks because in a garbage bag because you don't know how to clean up behind you. They in the garbage bag. Baby, did you see? No, that's why it was on the floor. Right, like you just have to start teaching people. Um, those types of things, and then, and then the other things too. Like, I'm not going to wash your clothes if you don't know how to put your clothes in the laundry basket near the washing machine. Like, if you and you know you need something washed, but you're gonna leave them all on the floor. Anything that's not in that laundry basket, it's not going into the washing machine. Hello, like it's just not happening. Like you said, no, put it in the trash or put it back in the drawer. You you act like it's not dirty. 
I'm going to put it back in your drawer. You're going to know why you wear those same dirty clothes. What is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I know my baby wants to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Another big oh, one was um, low sex drive. Low sex drive was another big one. Yeah, I think that's I the word, no that. sex drive. I mean, it ain't that big of a deal. How about no some sex people, drive? It's a big deal. Peter, how about no sex drive? Yeah, like no sex drive. I don't know if I can deal with no sex drive. Like, you're going to have to give me some sex. <laughs> I know that's right. Golly. I need some type of sex. Give me something. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, even yeah. if it's just once a week. But right. I ain't doing no sex. He got abuse. Mm-hmm. Some people can handle that. So yes, yeah, that was one of the first ones. Um, I think you weren't on the call then, but yeah, physical abuse, uh, was actually a a top. Um, was they put what down a- someone who is already married or in a relationship? Oh hell yeah. But some people are okay with that, though. What's that? I was just about to say, I don't know why people said that because um, somebody who's married or in a relationship, most people don't even care anymore. And I think that's so sad. Yeah. But they would date a married man or a married woman, and they will have sex mm -hmm. with them, and they don't care. Right. Or that's someone that doesn't have and doesn't have an outlook on their own future, what what they would want for themselves or like for themselves. They really don't care about themselves because once it's you, what do you think is going to happen to you? The same way you got them is the same way you're going to lose them. Yeah. But then again, you have you also have the women who, who who's okay with just having that, that short time frame with them without no obligations involved, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. some women are okay with that kind of stuff. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know to turn them on. Sometimes it's a thrill that they get out of that, you know what I'm saying, that they got somebody else's man over their house, and they feel a certain kind of way, you know. So they thrive off. Some women thrive off of that kind of mess, man. So them the ones you got to watch out for. Them the ones who don't really, like you said, they don't really be really care a whole lot about, um, how I mean, yeah. um, well, you know what I'm they don't care, they don't but, have respect, yeah. They don't have respect, yeah, for themselves. That's, yeah. they don't have respect for the people respect around them, and exactly, yeah, they don't, they just don't care. But you know, I, I try not to blame the other person so much as blaming the person who is the married yeah. spouse. The married, you know right. that you damn married, that's right. You know that you married. You chose to be married. And if you know that you weren't ready for a committed relationship, you know you weren't ready to be engaged, you know you weren't ready to be married, then you shouldn't have done it. You should stop bringing people into your emotional um, turmoil, period, point blank. And if you can't be mature enough to work out the issue with your spouse without cheating on them, then you need to let them go so they can be free because it's yep. not fair. 
you know, or even have the balls to even talk about it. There is this show, um, I want y'all all to look it up, too, on YouTube. Let me find the name. I have it up now. It's called Compersion. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> and um, Compersion is a show about a black couple, black heterosexual couple, and the lady, I think she's a teacher or something like that. And her husband, he works. They have, a, they have, I think, one or two children. And um, she decided that she wants to now be in an open relationship. They've been married. And I applaud her because she goes to her husband and she tries to discuss that with him. Sometimes... You know, we need to be able to just be bold enough to talk about certain things as opposed to I'm just going to go out and find me another man or find me another woman. Because you never know what page your husband or your spouse is on. Maybe your spouse is feeling the same way and thinking, you know what, I do want to get into an open, you know, an open relationship. Or I kind of want to explore as well. So sometimes it's all about, Having that communication and discussing it with your mm-hmm. partner, but I'm only on the second episode, so I don't know what ends up happening. Now you, now you only see that YouTube. Good. Yeah, it's a YouTube show. Uh, let me put it in the group too, so people can see it. But it's a YouTube show called Compersion. 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 And um. Yeah. Yeah. On YouTube, so it's C O M P E R S I O N. Okay. Is there a definition um, to that word? Uh, I don't know the definition of the word. Let me look it up. Let me see what they put in. The, <laughs> I don't. I've never heard this word. Actually, it's still it's like mm-hmm. watching the. Let me see if they wrote anything about it. Um, on this show. Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. It it just says, Compersion is a dramatic series that follows Kina and Josh, a married couple of 15 years, journey into polyamory. Hmm. I don't know what Compersion is. Let me Google it. Compersion. You said C-O-M-P-E-R-S-I-O-N. Compersion definition. S-I-O-N. Mm-hmm. P-E-R-S-I-O-N, yes. Okay, so Persian, it says, it's defined as the positive feelings one gets when a lover is enjoying another relationship, sometimes called the opposite or flip side of jealousy. Oh, damn, that's interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. I've never heard of it before. Never heard of it before. <laughs> but I thought that I would um, put it, and now I'm going to put this definition in the group as well. So that is how they define it. That's how they define it. Mm-hmm. And they said it can coexist with jealous feelings. So I guess you can enjoy them having a relationship with someone else, but you can also feel you know a little jealous of that relationship. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, my homeboy just—this was like a couple months ago—and when you said that, it, it made me think about it. So I'm cool with his, mm-hmm. his wife too, and she told me she was kind of, she was kind of, she was like, "Don't tell him I told you this kind of deal." She was like, um, 
he said he wants. She told me she said he said he wants me. She said it would turn him on if he found out I had sex with somebody else. Because if he found out I had sex with somebody else, it would turn him on to the point where he'd want to be with me more. She just said it would turn him on, like it was is like a turn on if she says she has sex with somebody else. And she was like, "Do you think that means he want me to go out there and cheat on him and stuff?" Like I don't. I'm saying, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I said, you may well want to ask him about that because if he's saying that turns him on, I, I don't know. But it sounds like that definition right there. He might have that compersion thing going on where that little jealousy uh-huh. kind of makes him want it even more. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, some people, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us get, a lot of people are turned on by voyeurism. And sometimes it's easier to be a voyeur with the person you're in a relationship with because it's safer, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not as like I have to go out and you know peek through a window or something or you know right. ask a couple if I can watch them have sex. I can allow my partner to have sex with somebody else and still fulfill my voyeuristic fantasy. Um, and, yeah, sometimes it can turn them on because it's like I'm watching my partner being pleased, and and maybe and that's more so, I think, the turn on for a lot of people is the pleasure that their partner is receiving in that mm. moment, not necessarily the act, but I think it's the pleasure. I, I, I want to study that a little bit more only because, you know, I think it's so interesting, but you know the thought of you you watch porn we all most people ninety mm-hmm. percent I think of America watches porn <laughs> and it's like, I'm just mm-hmm. guessing, but i think we we watch porn, so you watch porn, you enjoy that, you get turned on by that, but why not be turned on if somebody was having sex with your partner? That's easier well, the thing safer is, and more realistic. Well, but the thing is, I want to be the one pleasing my partner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's my thing. <laughs> but I guess yeah. everybody got their own little thing. You, well, you have somebody watching porn while you're you're in, you know, in the act, and it's like, who are you really having sex with? Me or the person, oh. you, know, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. look for some Watch that crap when I'm not there. Well, it's not crap because I watch it too, but <laughs> not with anyone. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it with me. But it was, it was in, in on that subject. It was, I was approached with, with that, and hadn't been with a man for so long. When my partner told me that she wanted to watch me have sex with a man. That hurt it. Mm. That really, really hurt. I mean, that hit real hard. And I was well, tell me what about so that, that hurt? The fact that what about that hurt you? That I I never wanted to be with a man, and I expressed that to her. Oh, and then it's okay. Like, okay, okay. And then it, then it was like, 
um, it was because of our encounter that it was, in her words, so good that I guess she wanted to see if I would get the same reaction from a man. You know, I'm, I'm, I didn't understand that. It was, it was just hurtful to me. And I can understand that it was hurtful. I do definitely, and so I'm sorry you went through that. However, I do feel that couples have a really hard time discussing their sexual needs or their sexual wants or their sexual desires because the other partner may kind of take it personal. And a lot of times it's not personal. A lot of times this is just what they feel. Now, you always have the choice and you should always have the right to say what you will or will not accept. And it's like, okay, thank you for sharing, but I'm not going to do it. You know, but a lot of times, um, like the, the lady in the on the YouTube show, she expressed to her husband her needs. That had nothing to do with him. It doesn't mean that he's not a good pleaser. doesn't mean that she doesn't love him. This is just what she felt she needed, you know, for herself. And we have to be able to open up the lines of communication and not allow things to be so personal. Because even from what, um, you know, Keyword was saying about his friend who stated it, you know, it doesn't mean that the guy just because he wanted to watch her have sex doesn't mean that he was he wanted to cheat on her or it doesn't mean that he didn't love her or he didn't think he was pleasing her. It was just that maybe he just wanted to see it. Right. Maybe right. that's been a fantasy. And because I'm with you, I'm expressing my fantasy to you, you know. So exactly. everything doesn't have to be so personal. But I do, I, I understand that you were hurt by it. Um, but a lot of times it has less to do with who we are and more to do with who they are. Right. Well, later, later when asked, it was like it was a test, you know, but oh, okay. I don't think Again, that was true. It was tough for I don't think, I don't think that yeah. was, no, I don't think that was a test. <laughs> I know that was right. Because if I would have went through it, <laughs> they would have sat there and freaking watched. Yeah, Man. no. Probably mm-hmm. would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there well, was one of my deal breakers. There go one of my deal breakers. They was out. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. yeah. That was a like said, he, you definitely have right. You have that right. But I think that we 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 can't allow our deal breakers to limit people and their personality. And who they are. So I'm kind of glad we brought that up because it brought me full right back to what I wanted to say. We can allow our deal breakers to limit who other people are and what their needs and wants are. We also have to respect that. So it's like if I tell you this is my deal breaker, then we I have a choice to make. I have a choice to make. And right. I need to say whether or not I could deal with this. If I can deal with it, then I need to deal with it. If I say I can deal with it, then I need to deal with it without imposing on who they are as a person. If if I decide that I'm going to deal with it anyway, 
you know. So we have to make sure we allow people to be who they are. Let them be their authentic selves, if, especially if we have made a decision to be with them in spite of our deal breakers. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that was a great wrap-up to the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank I think we could go sister. on. Why don't you don't go every day. <laughs> I agree. It was a good did, time. Did you, hear, did you hear that? No, I didn't. That, that was my little sister in the background. And she was like, why is she not on every day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Okay. So she's going to be on TV every night. She's working on her talk show now that's coming that's coming along. She'll be on T V every night. Well, God bless you in that journey. <laughs> oh, thank you for speaking it into existence, Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> that's what you were doing. That's right. Speaking it into existence. Right. There we go. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. But I am I'm working on some things. But I am here on Monday night, every Monday night. And then if your sister wants to, she could go on um, blogtalkradio.com slash WJBR and listen to our all of our old episodes. There's a whole lot out there. Because we've been on for about, what, three years now, Keyroy? So it's a lot out there. Yeah, yeah. So that way she can get caught up. She can get her fix until to Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. She takes Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I hope. I thank you so much, Kira. Thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. Thank you. I love oh, you. Both it was your almost opinion. my pleasure. Yes, my pleasure. I enjoyed you both. Thank you so much. Oh, you too. Very welcome. Right. And I hope everyone has a good night. And um, I had a song that I was going to play, everybody. I guess I'll play 702 Get It Together just because of the topic <laughs> of the night. <laughs> right. We got to get that thing together. <laughs> That's right. Get it together. And join us on um, Saturday from 11 to 1 with Brunch in the Basement with Javon. And I hope everyone has a great night. Thank you. You too. Take care. Good night. Good night.